Hi friends, it's Rhea here with Blossoming with Rhea. I appreciate you joining my podcast as always. You know how much you mean to me. All my listeners, I appreciate you dearly. Today I'm going to talk about a couple of stories um, that are just kind of miracle stories, positive uh, stories to kind of give back. Um, So yeah, I hope you enjoy it. The first one that I want to talk about is um, about a girl who was out shopping with her friend. This is about six years ago. And all of a sudden, she got a little dizzy and she was losing her balance a little bit. And um, she just like walked it off and they started laughing, thinking, oh, it's nothing, just tired, whatever. Then that night, she ended up with severe back pain. Um, So the next morning, she woke up and she had uh, slurred speech and she was unstable. She, at that point, went to the hospital. After that, she started having double vision. Um, And can you imagine how scary it is, all these symptoms coming up all at once and not knowing what's going on? They did a ton of tests over the next few days. They were trying to rule out everything. They were even trying to rule out cancer. Um, But all the tests kept showing normal, but her symptoms kept getting worse. Finally, they realized that she had a rare case of what is called Miller-Fisher syndrome. And that is an infection that attacks your nervous system. And sometimes the symptoms stay permanent. Um, She was put on an IV and um, within a few days she started improving. Luckily for her, everything went back to normal except for her vision so she just needed to get corrected lenses for her vision but for the most part she healed almost all the rest of the way Um, and at that point is when she stated that she found her truth faith in the lord so um we didn't discuss it but I'm, i'm assuming at that point she was praying probably a lot her family i'm sure and friends were praying for her at that time I didn't know her back then, but um, I'm assuming and that's where her her true, true faith came in. So such a beautiful story. Um, it's truly a miracle, especially if the symptoms remain permanent. Um, and so, yeah, um, I'm happy for her. A second story I want to talk to you about is um, about a beautiful woman that I know. And she is a dear friend of mine. I've known her for a very long time. Um, so she was very young. She had been intimate with somebody and she um, ended up pregnant. And her father said, well, now you're going to marry him because basically you made your bed and you're going to marry him. Um, he wasn't into drinking. He wasn't into drugs, but he had a sex addiction. And um, she gets married to him she catches him with others including her own friends unfortunately she finally packed his bags and sent him on his way so here she is 23 years old alone with his small daughter and thinking that you know i need to meet somebody have a good father figure my daughter just being single and stuff she decides to go ahead and date again and um she met a very nice guy and they started dating and they decided to get married Um, the day before her wedding she um, she knew or I think it was the day of her wedding actually excuse me she knew that she didn't want to marry him she um, 
felt that they were more friends than anything. There just really wasn't that connection. And she knew that she was at that point making a mistake. Um, but once again, on his side, on the, the, the groom's mother said, oh no, you know, this is too late. You need to go ahead and go with this, this wedding. It's too late to back out now. She knew it wasn't, but again, she listened to her and went ahead and gotten married. At that point, they had lived together for several years and they had two kids and now she has three kids and she finally decided, okay, after living basically as a roommate, it's time to be separated. She went ahead and separated from him and then in turn, that turned into a divorce. Um, they got along as friends and they did decide to co-parent and they did the best that they could. Um, but they're just, those feelings weren't there anymore. Um, she had a best friend who was a male and they actually spent a lot of time together and then he had moved away. He took a job and he moved away and she was she was sad because he was gone. Um, but she wasn't really sure why she was completely sad. After that, after he had moved away, her father got cancer and he had gotten worse and he passed away and she felt very lost and sad and um, was missing her best friend. He then let her know that he was going to be moving even further away and her heart broke again. And she couldn't figure out why she was so sad every time that he was moving further and further away. Um, she wanted to be with him all the time. At, at, you know, at one point she woke up and was like, I don't want to just see him once in a while. I want to be with him all the time, every day. And they would see each other here and there. Um, and one day they were riding in the car together and he just asked her to marry him. And she said that she remembers getting this weird feeling in her stomach of excitement. And she knew the answer would be yes, but she tells him, actually, can you give me a week to think about it? I'll let you know in a week. She didn't know why. Um, she told him that she wanted to wait a, wait a week, but in her heart, she knew, like I said, that it would be an answer, um, a prayer and what she wanted, but she had had three kids and she had been divorced twice and she had that feeling of failure. And um, I think we all feel that, you know, you feel like you, you fail at something twice and oh, why would I do it again? It's a scary feeling. Am I going to fail again the third time? Am I, is this actually going to work out? Am I going to put my kids through this? So I can only imagine what she was thinking at that point. Um, all her life, she had prayed that she would have a husband that would lead her family, a good Christian man that would lead her family towards Christ. And um, that's all she wanted. She wanted a man that she could sing with. They, they both sing beautifully, by the way, and so does her daughter um, to do ministry with. And she <laughs> wanted somebody with a Texas, Texas accent. He's from Texas, which I think is so cute. She really set the bar high, she says. <laughs> and um, she says, yes, finally, they get married. They've been married for over 25 years. And she just feels like it was the best decision she ever made. But she also feels like God completely blessed her. Um, she was so grateful that God had blessed their union. And um, not only that, but the fact that she was married twice and it had failed in her eyes. That she still got the prayer answered in her favor. Um, sometimes, like I said, we maybe we don't feel worthy of it. But God knew better and God knew her heart and, and blessed her. And she um, still 
extremely happy. They are happy. The kids uh, feel like it was the best decision she ever made. He's a wonderful man. I know this man and I am blessed to know him and have him in my life as well. And, um, you know, she had said that there's always a new beginning. There's always something to smile about, that there can always be a happily ever after. Even if you've been divorced two times and you're on your third marriage, there can be happy ever after. And I just think that's special that who cares? You know, things happen, mistakes happen. Sometimes we listen to people and we don't trust our gut or or we don't go with what our heart feels because we're trying to please others. We make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes, but God has grace and mercy and it's it's shown in this, in this story. And, and these two people are, were meant for each other. And they are, I tell them personally that they are honestly, uh, marriage goals. They really are. They love each other. They have each other's backs. And most importantly, they give their lives to Christ. So it's beautiful. Um, so the other story that I wanted to share with you is about my family. Um, if you don't know me, my uh, father-in-law passed away last year and um, it broke our hearts extremely. We were very close to him. Um, he's a good man. He was good to me. He um, was a good role model and just such a good husband. I mean, a good dad to my husband. And um, he's missed very, very much. Well, when we had Christmas, um, after he passed away. And let me just say that we were kind of dreading Christmas. My husband and I don't like Christmas anyways. Yeah, I know. We're the Grinches. I'm sorry. We don't like Christmas. <laughs> um, the reason why is because I personally don't like the fact with Christmas that it's such a stressful time. Um, you go to the store, you have people arguing over stuff. You have the, the stores are packed. You can't walk around without bumping into each other. You have, um, Uh, parents who can't afford to buy their kids gifts that all the other kids can get or get and you have to explain to your child why they are not getting um you know this present from Santa but the other kids are you know so um I just don't care for Christmas now Christmas is supposed to be you know a day of celebration the the day Christ is born to save our sins you know and um, people don't see it that way. It just becomes a cluster of, of anger and hate and greed. And I just don't like the stress of Christmas. And, and my husband feels always the same way. But for him, his uh, grandfather passed away um, on Christmas Eve. And then his uncle's birthday um, was Christmas Day. And he, he passed on too. And my, my husband's dad, uh, my father-in-law, he also didn't care for Christmas because of those, those reasons. And this last Christmas Eve, we go to bed. Um, we're excited for Christmas Day. Now, the Christmas Day for us is fun because we, you know, we get to spend time with the kids and, you know, watch them open gifts. And, and we have this tradition where we typically give them mostly money and then we go the day after Christmas we go we all go shopping and it's just a fun day that we do as a family it's a tradition um, that we've kind of kept and so that part of it when it's all said and done and Christmas day is coming that that part of it is fun because it's like all the stress is out of the way you know um, so Christmas Eve um, my husband after his dad passed away of course it's been very hard for him 
um, he didn't hear from his dad or anything. And I'd actually had a couple dreams and kids had a couple dreams of him and stuff. And, but he didn't get nothing. Well, that night he, um, came to my husband in his dream and my husband was, you know, worried about like some of the decisions that he made after his dad passed away, if his dad would be disappointed in him. And he came to him and he said, you know, I'm not disappointed in you. And he was so happy and peaceful and just, just my husband could tell that he was in the perfect place and content and all of those things. And my husband asks him, you know, are you in heaven? What is heaven like? And he says, you know what, Jared, heaven is what you make of it. So, um, it's just a wonderful thing. And my husband woke up and he was happy and he was, um, at peace that he felt that his dad was at peace and he felt that his dad, um, you know, wasn't disappointed in some of the decisions he had made. And so it was a beautiful thing. And that morning, we all sat around and we talked about it and we all got teary-eyed and cried of course of joy just knowing that his dad was there and um especially during a time that is really hard on my husband as it is so that was beautiful and then another night um my well my I'm, I'm outside in the backyard cleaning up our pool and my husband comes outside this is the next day comes outside and he's like I need to tell you something you know or the daughter comes outside and they're talking and I'm still cleaning up the pool I'm kind of doing my own thing and then I'm going to come talk to my husband I'm finishing up what I'm doing and she starts talking to my husband I can't really hear them because I'm from a distance and he's like oh my goodness so I come back over and the night before that night that I was talking about um my father-in-law came to my daughter in a dream so she had been stressed out she um, was trying to do this thing online for work and it was stressing her out it wasn't cooperating and finally gives up and goes to bed and um, in her dream she's just crying hysterically and she's stressed out still in her dream and she walks in the bathroom and she says the bathroom is the same we're at the same house she walks in the bathroom and um she she begs our grandpa to come see her She's like grandpa please show me you please please i miss you so much i love you so much please please just come to me now funny thing about that is before he passed away and his mom passed away she came to him um in his room and she was standing there and it scared him to death and he said mom you got to leave you're scaring me and she didn't come back and he told us um if he passes away he will not show his face in this house because he doesn't want to scare us so in her dream she's begging him to come she's like please come see me i really miss you all of a sudden he pops up he grabs her he picks her up and he holds her tight and she said in her dream she could feel him holding her and she's like i love you so much grandpa i miss you so much and he said i love you and then she woke up right after that well my husband the same exact night was dreaming and his dad came to him in his dream and he started talking to him about some stuff that he collects some sports cards and saying oh if you're going to invest you should invest in these not these and he just was so happy and, and peaceful and content again my husband said he could tell that he was just peaceful and happy it was beautiful well that next morning 
I was outside watering the the front yard, the bushes. We, we have some pretty flowers out there that aren't staying pretty right now because our sprinkler system got messed up. But anyways, so I'm out there watering and I'm thinking about him and just thinking about, you know, what, how he's doing and, and really more so too, because the house that we live in used to be his house. And so I'm trying to, you know, get these flowers <laughs> alive and, and, you know, hoping that you appreciate that I'm trying to do the right thing with the flowers. And I come inside the house and we have a little, um, like a, not a side table, but like a, uh, one of those tables that go against the wall. I forget what they're called, like a low couch table type thing. It's against the wall and, and sometimes we'll set our keys up there and things like that. But we have his urn on there and we have some pictures of him and just some little sentinel things that are on there for him specifically. And I could feel his presence. Now, it's not that I could feel him standing next to me or anything like that. It's just there was something about it that just made me feel his presence. And so I rub his urn and I'm like, good morning, you know, hi, Lil, that's his name, Lil. And, um, and go on about my business. Well, then later on that day, as I'm cleaning the pool and everything, they tell me about this story. And it was just a beautiful thing. You know, of course I had some tears again because here he is. Oh, and not to mention that that same night, my husband said that the dog was dreaming and um, he was making these sounds in his dream for a couple of minutes. And it was like a happy thing, though, not like stressful dreaming. So we think maybe he was also visiting him in his dream as well. Sorry, I had to kind of cut that in there because I almost left that out. Um, but, of course, you know, we got teary-eyed talking about it again. But it's just a beautiful thing. It is feeling that we know that... He's coming around, he's visiting us, he's here for us, he's still watching over us, you know, so, um, so beautiful thing. So I truly do believe that your loved ones are with you. I believe that, um, you know, there are miracles out there that God says in the Bible that, um, that we don't know that there are, uh, there's surprises for us and things like that. And I think that one of them is that they can come to us anytime and see us and check on us. And, and I believe that your loved ones are doing that. And if you feel something and you think they're there, I guarantee you they are. That's a beautiful thing. But anyways, I hope that you guys enjoyed these wonderful stories as much as I did. And I hope you have a beautiful day. Again, always, if you need help with coaching, you know, health coaching, um, let me know if you need help with somebody to talk to you to vent to to pray for send you good vibes whatever you need always reach out to me on um, instagram at health code tria you can dm me and i'll be happy to respond to you love you all and i will talk to you soon bye